1: Hello, FFM. Today's episode is one of my recordings from my incredible Dear Media LA trip and with a favorite follow of mine, Katie Austin. Although I've been following her for a while, this was actually my first time meeting her, and what a ball of positive energy she is. Holy shit. We get into the extreme details of our morning routines and more in this episode, but whatever she is doing is clearly working because her energy is so contagious. We talk about her journey in the fitness industry, what it's been like growing up with a mother who is also in the same industry and extremely well-known, how her relationship with exercise has evolved since being a college athlete, and so much more. I hope you have a smile on your face listening to this like I did while recording this one. So without further ado, here is Katie. Come on in, take a seat. Katie, thank you so much for being here. You're my first ever Dear Media LA guests. So, I am so honored. I am hi. so pumped. <laughs> and I said this when you walked in, I was like, I feel like I know you, but we've never actually met. And I love that about social
0: media. Sometimes there's obviously negative effects of social media, but yeah. the positive side is like connecting with people online and feeling like you know the person because you follow their life online. Totally.
1: And so, hi. Hi. Oh, and also because we share a lot of friends, I yes. feel like just from seeing stuff with Carissa, and you, I'm like, oh, I yes. know her, of course. Yes. And I was like, we actually have never met. But I... Want to chat about a few things. I did not know or I recently found out that you played college lacrosse. Yay. Yes. So did I. Um, you did too? Yeah. What? Where'd you play? Lafayette. Oh it's my God. The smallest D1 school. Yeah, D1. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. D1 That's amazing. But, tiny. but what
0: year are you? I graduated college in 2016, and I literally want to always say, like, I just graduated. I'm like, I just turned 29. And a 10 just year like, reunion this no, summer. No. 10 years coming feel... up. We just booked hotel rooms, my oh friends my and God. I. Oh my God. And I'm constantly feels... like, just graduated. Yeah, same. And it feels like, like yeah. oh, yeah, I played college across, but it feels kind of like a past life. I'm yes. like, now looking back, I'm like, it was absolute. I don't know if you have the same, you know, look out as me, but it was hell for me. And so, like, now looking back, I'm like, how did I do that? I do not know how I did that.
1: I think about it a lot where... I'm like, how did I consistently exercise to that degree? Like, how did I have practice every day and, like, someday two-a-day lifts? And then the games, like, that whole thing is maddening. And I went and spoke at Cornell, like, two weeks ago, and I met a couple of the lacrosse girls, and they were like, oh, I was joking, like, oh, are you guys going out tonight? I obviously wasn't going to join them, but... They were like, no, we have a run test tomorrow. So then we got into, like, the nitty-gritty, and I was like, oh, what's your run test? And I started telling them what ours was, and that's when it hit me where I'm like, I could never do
0: that now. No, never, never. Never. I have, like, horror stories about my run test, and it's still kind of, like – it, and I say the word traumatizing and I, no, know but that really word, is. I know that word is really deep and I'm fully aware that I'm using it. And to my context, it is traumatizing. So I had to like learn how to like work out and make it enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so funny. I was just talking to USC lacrosse players last week. I did a virtual speech for them and I didn't realize the coaches were on too. And I literally said, my one piece of advice is
1: to not take it so seriously. We're not going to ever yeah. have this woman back. Okay. <laughs> no, but you, what you said about working out is something I think about a lot because because for me, when I graduated, I didn't know how to work out on my own because for my entire life, I've just shown up to practice and shown up to conditioning and shown up to lift. And all of a sudden I graduated, went to live in New York, work this like corporate intense demanding job. And I was like, what, what do people do at a gym? Like the only thing I knew how to do was play lacrosse.
0: Yeah. And you're, you have a coach your entire life and you have teammates to hold you accountable. And you have like a a summer lift packet. Yeah. And you have goals to train for and, you know, a run test to train for. And so it was really hard for me to learn how to work out without that. And I will say for the first, I would say nine months of it, I would just run. And, and I got I addicted to running, running. which was bad. Yes, I was, got really, like, way too addicted to running because I just did it because I did not know what else to do. Same thing. I didn't know how to – I literally, as an athlete, it's kind of crazy to say you didn't know what to do in the gym. But I really did not know what to do. Now,
1: I would, like, try to, like, reconfigure our lift packet, like, yeah. from memory. But then I'm like, I don't even know if I'm supposed to be – like, what was this preparing me for versus what I'm doing now? But I, too, became, like, addicted to running and obsessive where it was like I was – I thought I was training for some like Olympic marathon where I right. cared so much about how fast I ran <laughs> and how far. And then I lost way too much weight and like Same. lost I my lost period. It was so terrifying. Yep. I fucked with my head big time. So I honestly then I got in a better place with running. I have not run in two years now. You're Just, so similar. But so yesterday was it yesterday? Was marathon Sunday yesterday? Oh my god, it yes. was. Okay. My sister's boyfriend ran in the marathon and He's, like, one of my favorite humans in the world. So I was like, I need to be there to cheer him on. And I forgot that, like, I had to get to a certain point at a specific time. Like, otherwise you miss the person. Yeah. I'm just dilly-dallying around my apartment. Yeah. I'm like, all right, Joe, I'm going to go see Tyler. And then I realize like, fuck, I'm really cutting it close. I get off the subway and I realize, like, I'm either going to make it or miss him by seconds. And I'm like, I refuse to miss him because I'm walking. I sprinted four avenues. By the time I got to the spot to meet my family, I made it just in time. But oh I was like, I thought I was going to pass out. <laughs> yeah. And I kept complaining. And Lucy's like, they're running 26.2 miles. <laughs> yeah. You ran four avenues. <laughs> yeah. Just shut up. Yeah, But I just... I don't uh, like now I'm just not interested at all.
0: I'm, I'm not interested in running unless it's like an interval walk run for like my mental health or yeah. like running some hills and like very short distance. But it took me a very long time to fall in love with working out again and understanding that it doesn't have to be like, I'm not kidding you, two hours worth of working out and maxing out lifting and like training for a run test. And you can yeah. like treat your body in a way that, you know, you, you love it. Plus, like that's a whole nother story. Like I didn't love myself when I was an right, athlete and I want to go I, there too. I, and, and I know that I can. Am I allowed to cuss in your body. Oh, I've said f- I know five what, okay. times already. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I know I can get shit for saying this, but this is a totally personal experience. I didn't love my body the way I was training, and I had to learn to love my body in a different way with different types of workouts, mm-hmm. and I and find what works for me. You know, I think a lot of people, everyone's so different. You hear it all the time. It's so cliche, but like, find what workouts you love your body most. And it took me, I would say two years to get to that point.
1: A hundred and ten percent same. Honestly, weirdly enough, mine also like completely shifted after having a kid because yeah. your time, your energy, like what that looks like, what that represents now also changes. And for me it's like I now i'm doing long walks because it's something i can do with him yeah and it's an activity for us literally. or like a 20 to 30 minute matt pilates because he i can i literally do it in his playroom and he sits next to me and like watches me do it and then every once in a while on a reformer but i think it's so important and i say this all the time if you're someone who's looking to move your body which for me is such a vital part of my mental health You have to love what you're doing because otherwise like it should be something celebrated. It's not a chore. It's something that's so fun and like we're so blessed to be able to do this. Yes, we
0: get to work out. It's not a chore. Like that is the entire premise of my entire brand is like, you know, doing it because you love it, not because you hate your body, but because you love your body. Mm -hmm. And like you just said, mental health. I think that is one of the biggest reasons why I work out. I would not sit here and be like, I work out to burn the calories. I work out to get a six pack. That is not the reason I work out. That's not my why. My why. Why is for my mental health and I can mm-hmm. s- feel my body like getting just growing anxiety if I don't work out for two, three days. And it's not this thing where like I have to work out. I don't see it that way. My mm-hmm. perspective is I get to work out and I want to work out because it makes me feel better. Yep. Makes me feel more confident. And you know, you hear girls say this all the time, but once you're really in that routine of it, you feel that difference and you totally. feel your anxiety start to go away. You get less stressed out and you just feel stronger mentally, which mm-hmm. is so important. So important. And a workout doesn't need to be again, like going back an hour long to feel that way. You, you can do five minutes. You can do 10 minutes i have a whole series of five minutes to feel better because i really do believe that even like five Five minutes minutes, literally will change things it can change things especially in the morning yeah i'm huge on morning routines
1: and working out in the morning because it sets the team for the entire day i am literally the biggest morning routine person like it's (laughs) i i have chilled a lot because it was also when i was like very anxious type a perfectionist something that i like latched on to now It's like a less routine, but it's vital for me. I talk about this all the time. I have this hour to myself before my son wakes up. It is the most important hour of my day. And I need that so that I'm not like first immediately responding to someone else for the rest of my day. So as detailed as you want to get or as you can get, what is your routine? (laughs) Oh, God. Kind of doing a little bit different. Lately, because I've been
0: trying to journal a lot more. And I just want to say, when you talk about morning routines, it just brings me back to those like TikToks that are just like my morning oh, routine. I wake I up, have and green juice. Yeah. And I just want to say, it doesn't have to be that glamorous.
1: It doesn't have to be that thought the out. The whole point of my morning routine is that I get to shit in peace. Yeah. No, like, quite <laughs> I, honestly, I'm not lying. Like, that is I why I have you. a morning routine. I, I want to take a poop without Thank having much. to worry. Like, Liam's going through all my toiletries. <laughs> He's like, mama, mama, poop, like trying to climb on me. And that is why I have a morning routine. Like, to <laughs> very clarify, yeah. it's not well, this, I can't like top that. I I've aesthetic I talk thing that but. no but I want to know like the struct like what you yes. do I guess okay so lately
0: I because it's like a little bit colder out and I know I live in Los Angeles but you guys <laughs>
1: it's cold right now in LA it is. It, is. it is so
0: I turn on my fire and I warm up my body that way and I chug a glass of water because I wait like Andrew Huberman says to wait like 90 minutes before you drink your coffee and that's been like the hardest thing for me to do is yeah, to do wait that. an hour and a half to have my coffee every morning but it's been helping me so much that's amazing Number one sleep at night and regulate my body to like you know, before I have caffeine to know what like, you know, my energy level is like mm-hmm. naturally. And I'm a little bit addicted to coffee. So like, it's really good for me and <laughs> you know, my self-control. And then I usually just like stretch by the fire for about seven minutes to be exact. To be,
1: you're, I love literally exact Because
0: I feel like five minutes is not enough. And then I feel like 10 minutes I'm like getting impatient and, you know, wasting yeah. time. And then I journal. I've been journaling. It's actually a new thing that I've been doing. And I know, ugh, I, I just sound so cliche. Like, the no, basic I binge. journal. I've been journaling, but it really, really helps helps. me because I, every morning, it doesn't have to be something crazy. Every day I write the intention for the day. What do I want to accomplish that day? And by the end of the day, I like either look back and be like, oh, I did that. That's cool. Or I look back and I'm like, oh, I didn't need to do that. That was was totally fine. Like I had so much anxiety this morning. We're all good. You know what I mean? So I like seeing every morning my intention and then like kind of reviewing it at night to see what you did. How
1: like specific is this intention? Is it like, I want to... Or not specific but are you going like i want to film five like that Both. kind of to-do list almost yes. intention I'm a or huge are you like, to do okay. yes
0: i have to do that or again like i'm i'm just like kind of is, are in you a virgo too, no i'm a libra okay in our world too with social media there's like so much that we can do and we kind of have to set our own schedules yeah so it's like if we don't
1: get something done or if you don't write that
0: down you're not going to get it done you're we're our own boss
1: i also think it's if you don't write it down you don't realize at the end of the day how much you did accomplish. Yes. And then you feel like I was busy the entire day and I did nothing. And I yes. hate that feeling.
0: There's nothing more accomplishing than checking things, checking off. things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> write down things i've already done so Sorry, i, can I then be like cross, cross that out.
0: off and literally it's like i get high Brush off of your crossing teeth things cross it off. Out. yeah yeah so, I, so I write it. both things down i also yeah. write down a mantra. i'm a huge believer in like mantras and like writing down quotes i think they really freaking do help Again, okay so cliche but it doesn't have to be anything that's you know today is your day it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like that you can literally write down like i want to poop Hey, yeah girl. like literally send attention or a mantra like
1: that yeah. it does not have to be something like do you have them anywhere in your home no, like i, I have don't. a post-it on my mirror that i wrote out one day when i was having a really bad day and joe said it to me and i was like i'm just it's literally it just says you are a superstar and it has mm. a star but i have it like taped on our mirror i think we've had it for like two and That's a half three really years cute. little things i'm a big mantra person ever also like i'm a during my pregnancy it was like lean in surrender just like accept what's happening, follow yeah. your body's lead. And then with postpartum, it's like, it's all temporary. Yes. Like this this will yes. pass. Yes, totally. I think they're so vital. And I know you said like, it feels cliche, but people are saying this because it works. Totally. So yes. like maybe we're hearing a lot about these things, but also maybe it's because people are noticing that these things are helping them.
0: For sure, and by the way, these morning routines, it, 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 the whole point of them is is finding what makes you happiest in the morning, because again, yep. it will set the tone for the entire day. It doesn't, if, if and journaling is not what sets your tone to have a positive and accomplishing day, then find something that does, yes. you know?
1: And like, you might be someone that doesn't need a morning routine. You might be a very generally happy person totally. that does not struggle with your mental health and doesn't have anxiety. <laughs> I'm so fucking jealous for you, but you don't have to wake up an hour yeah, exactly. earlier. You just don't. With the recent move and trying to juggle everything between motherhood, work and house management, grocery shopping and cooking has taken a bit of a back seat in my list of priorities. I love eating food that makes me feel good, but right now it is just hard to conceptualize the idea of cooking all of my meals. That is why I love and rely on Sakara. Sakara delivers ready-to-eat, plant-rich meals that help me feel good. More importantly, they help me keep energy levels high with science-backed, nutritionally designed meals that are delicious. I've been a fan of Sakara for years now, and I love the weeks where my fridge is fully stocked with their delicious options. Specifically, I am obsessed with their breakfasts. They are so freaking good. And as someone who is gluten-free, it is not always easy to find like tasty and enjoyable gluten-free breakfast baked good options. They always have such unique and exciting options that not only leave me feeling great, but also taste freaking delicious. Sakara delivers science backed, plant rich nutrition programs and wellness essentials right to your door. Their ready to eat meals are nutritionally designed to deliver results from weight management and ease bloat to boosted energy and clearer skin. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash Cameron or enter code Cameron at checkout. That's Sakara, S A K A R A. Dot com slash Cameron to get 20% off your first order. So slash Cameron. Welding instructor, Alex declare knows VR training platforms like forge FX students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Thanks for listening. Love you, mean it. Okay, so you set your mantra, you journal after yeah, you stretch. Yeah, and I don't really do anything else. That's, okay. I
0: mean, nothing too crazy. I usually work out, you know, within the first hour of waking up, I would okay. say. That's been the hardest thing is to work out without coffee and just, like, get that's yourself going. really tough. But that's why I stretch to, like, get my blood circulated because, you know, as we sleep, we need to circulate our yep. body afterwards and, like, chug water. Our body is dehydrated. We need to get the blood moving. But I don't really do anything else that crazy like I stick by this So my morning routine I feel like it's like kind of you know <laughs> kind of like the basic girl morning routine but I will say I love working out in the morning and I do get that question a lot too. of like what's the best time of the day to work out and there is no best time it's because it's whatever, just you whatever you feel the feel. best but it's easiest to get motivated in the morning in my opinion
1: I agree if I don't work out in the morning
0: I'm not working out it when it hits 2 p.m. I'm like The most procrastination like
1: happens around like 2 to 6 p.m. And I'll just never do it. And then 6 p.m. comes around and I'm like, or for me, it's 5 because that's when I take over like my full mom duties. And I'm like, wait, I have 10,000 things (laughs) that I've been procrastinating for the past two hours. And now I suddenly have to get them done in 15 minutes. I'm a morning workout person too. But I will say for my routine, I like get up, I meditate first thing. And that's another thing where it's like if meditation for some reason isn't working for you you have to figure out what works for you meditation has changed everything for me it's my like number one i do not miss it and then i like will drink water i'm an athletic greens girly i love it like i know people have mixed opinions i love it but then i sit on the couch and i have my coffee and it's honestly like the best first sip mm. oh, I I been.
0: it really is going back to what you said about meditating too i am working on it mm-hmm. a lot and in the past, it's not been for me because I literally cannot sit still. So what I've been doing is putting on the meditation while I stretch recently because it makes me feel, uh, this is also on me, I need to work on like <laughs> sitting still, but it makes me feel like I'm doing two things at once. And at the same time, like, you know, I'm still breathing. I'm still closing my eyes while I'm like stretching and like, you know, doing a mm-hmm. flow. And so I'm kind of just like, you know, two on stone.
1: I totally understand where you're coming from. My meditation coach would like kill me if I didn't take I this opportunity <laughs> to say, why don't you just try for a week? Literally try. And I know that so many people resonate with exactly what you said. So I'm saying this also to them more so than like trying to convince you. But I really think it's so important to just give it a chance for like I a know. week or something. And remember that there's no expectation for your meditation. Your body and your mind are not supposed to both be blank. If you were both like not yeah. moving and your body was completely, zo- your brain was empty, you'd be like you'd be dead that's why when you (laughs) sleep you're dreaming because your body is resting like your mind is still dreaming so I have this whole episode I'll tag in the show notes with my meditation coach Emily Flesher who has changed my life but I really think that we put so much pressure on this idea of meditating that it's supposed to be this like serene there's nothing happening in my brain like I am comatose like not comatose I am in this zen moment where like nothing can phase me and that's not the case at all like As long If you're doing a guided meditation or what I do is mantra-based, it's just trying to come back to whatever that focus is. So whether it's the guide, whether it's your breath work, whether it's your mantra, I think of it as like a boomerang. So thoughts will like come and enter this right side of my brain. I'll acknowledge them and then I'll be like, okay, now you can pass out the left side. And they might come back around or they might just exit. And like in the meantime, I'm trying to remain focused on my mantra and go back to it. But the second we are like, I have to put up these barriers no thoughts are supposed to enter my brain we get frustrated because it's impossible it's literally impossible and i think the whole point of it too is to recognize your thoughts too but i I like that accept it let them go on
0: yeah and i like the idea of mantra meditation too because i haven't heard that one yeah Um, i'll send you
1: her information it's ziva meditation i talk about it a lot it's definitely like an expensive experience. I did the in-school, in-person schooling. I don't actually think that's available as regularly anymore, but wow, they do- you did whole school on it. Yeah, <gasps> it was during my car accident. Like I was on disability gosh. and I had signed up for it like four times and canceled because my closest girlfriends were trying to convince me to do it because it changed their lives. And I was like, I'm too busy for the world. And then <laughs> the world me. was like, we're gonna hit you by a car. <laughs> yeah. um, and oh, it changed my life. It was four wow. years ago and I've missed wow. like one day. You've missed one day in four yeah. years? Wow. But now I've gotten like my parents hooked on it. Like almost everyone in my life, I've kind of convinced on the meditation train, whether it's Ziva or something else. But what I was saying is Ziva is a very specific program. It's incredible. Could not say more positive things about it. But I also know it's a large commitment. And I also think that apps like Headspace and Calm for a different experience for guided meditation are great. I hear my husbands every morning. It's great. Like I know what's happening. and. I highly recommend that. I think that's
0: also something that I need to, my, my sister actually is a meditation coach and she can meditate for two hours and I'm like, uh, oh we my God. polar opposites. But something that she has taught me too, which I actually do need to learn, is that meditating doesn't need to be in the morning. I think there's like this whole yep. thing where like, you know, you have to wake up and meditate. It's like, no, why don't we meditate at like 2 p.m., Katie? Let's try that when your yeah. day's getting really busy and you haven't had that second
1: cup of coffee, like that's what I need to try. So I do two-a-days, so I do you them. Do? <laughs> yeah, so that's a whole program. You're supposed to, if you do Ziva, you're supposed How to do two- Two twenty minutes.
0: You do two twenty minutes. Yeah,
1: my friend is. She's a Ziva like master or whatever. She does two thirty minutes, but yeah, I do two twenty like, minutes. Even a day. today, when you like mm-hmm. flew across I did the an country, extra because you do more when you travel on flights. But like, I'm on a plane. What the yeah, fuck yeah, else yeah, am I gonna yeah, yeah, like? Yeah. I I don't know. Wow, but, that's inspiring. Um, for me, the reason I do it in the morning, they recommend it, but also okay. it's the concept of habit stacking, right? Like, I know I struggle the most with my afternoon meditations because it's not stacked onto another habit but in the morning it's like the second i wake up it's the first thing i do right so if you take a habit that you're already doing whether like my it's, morning routine i'm already having exactly like already you're already, already doing 30 minutes of yes a habit or after you brush your teeth or after you pee the first thing like things that you're going to do every single day no matter what that aren't even things you think about it's just your routine so true. if you stack something on to that habit, habit it'll become a new habit (laughs) and how much time we can save like
0: i'm thinking right now like shoot i just don't have that you know that 20 minutes like twice a day but i'm like dude you're scrolling
1: on tiktok so so much i (laughs) literally whenever anyone says that i'm like i understand where you're coming from and i understand if you're working in the corporate world and you're listening to us and you're like i don't fucking have this morning when i worked at jp morgan i was still doing this Yeah, my alarm was going off at four thirty in the morning. I don't think that that's necessary for everyone, but I was building it into my day because there was a benefit. Like I saw a benefit from building in that time. You somehow like I don't know how, but you actually are getting the time back.
0: Yeah, and And that's something I believe it's benefiting
1: you. Totally, it's fully worth it. I want to talk. You mentioned about like it wasn't a time where you loved your body and like going through evolution. I'm very curious, as someone who grew up one of three girls with our moms are like the same age and there was a lot of diet culture that was like ingrained in them from when they were younger and their mother's generation. What was it like growing up with a mom like so famously in the fitness industry? I get this question a lot and it's so
0: funny. Nothing different. Like literally, if anything, the opposite of it. It's amazing. I know know someone's going to be like, bullshit no literally the opposite it. my mom my dad is a professional tennis player and my mom like was a gymnast and you know if you don't know my mom had yeah, her on TV show say. for 24 years she was on espn lifetime her name is denise austin and she's like the og
1: like she's like a jane fonda in my opinion yeah she
0: goes she got started with like jane fonda and richard simmons and kathy smith and in yeah. an the 80s 90s and early 2000s and honestly like the opposite of anything someone would think about That's diet amazing. culture. Like, I mean, she was the the head of Idaho potatoes. So she <laughs> would have a baked potato with butter, bacon and cheese for us every single night. Like it yeah. wasn't like that at all. And I just want to say like growing up with athlete parents is very, very different as well because they had a mentality that you work out to train. It was never for the aesthetic. It was always like, you know, growing up training mm-hmm. um, and also I grew up in Virginia, like I didn't grow up in LA. So maybe yeah. in LA, I would have had a little bit of that. And that could be stereotypical, probably. but probably, you know, versus like my town in Virginia, where it was like all about lacrosse, like mm-hmm. literally diehard oh, lacrosse. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually was told I had to gain weight multiple times mm-hmm. and gain muscle. So I was just like, you know, coming home, my mom would be making me milkshakes at 9pm. So it's like, it just wasn't like that. And I'm very, very lucky that it was because she really just taught us that you can really do anything that we're ever capable of. It's amazing. Um, Definitely a coddling lifestyle of like, (laughs) you are the most prettiest. But that's also the difference of what she did. She never really, I and mean, she did focus on our looks. She said, always said, we're the most beautiful girl in the, girls in the world, me and my sister. But like, she always focused on like how smart we were. Mm-hmm. She always could not believe how smart we were because we would come home with A's and she would like have C's in high school and be like, <laughs> I cannot believe you guys are this brilliant. I have smart children. Well,
1: this it's crazy. <laughs> so interesting. I talk about this a lot of how we discuss anything around or how we say things to our children now that i'm a mom it's i'm so conscious of it whether it's outside people saying things and i call them out real quick i'm like no we don't say that in front of my children i have one but like i'm hoping to have more eventually so i'm like no we don't and i had a long conversation with my mom about this before i even had kids and my nana and all of that but even the way that my husband and i speak about things like when we work out, we're like, Liam, look at mommy, how strong she is. And like, we made a sign for Joe's like 250th Peloton ride. We're like, look at dad. And we like cheered him on. But honestly, it's so important how you speak about anything to your kids. And the other thing is when I am complimenting him or like just speaking to him in that way, it's also making sure that I'm saying things that aren't just about outside validation of like looks. So I'm like, Liam, you're so kind when you do that. Or you are, I mean, he's fucking brilliant. I swear to God, he's the smartest kid. (laughs) Chloe can attest. He is literally a kid genius. I'm like, you fuckers are lucky I don't share him on social media because it would be insane. But he is like constantly making sure that I'm complimenting him about things that aren't just... Like surface level, a hundred percent, and that's that's very very important.
0: And I think you know one other thing that my mom did really well, and my dad is like not comparing me to other people in my class or other girls doing better. And what the like, I didn't get into a school yet for college. I mean, everyone was committing as freshmen and sophomores. Crazy, and it's wild, and I wasn't in any. And world that's yet. the difference and between our never, grades, though.
1: Uh, yeah, because my grade was like still. We I was the first to commit on my team, and I was June. Before senior or July before yeah. senior year, and then literally two years later, got people so were young. it got so way young. too young. How are you supposed to know? Where like you there want was to an eighth school, grader that once committed. Yeah. I'm like, it's too much. How do you know she's even going to be good in four years? It's too much, or like she could be so much better. Yeah. What is happening? Yeah,
0: and then these these this is a whole different topic. Yeah. but then they choose the school based on their like coach or something. And right. the coach, coach leads you everything. You're Four years there, anyways. Choose a school on you know what you want to do in life, yep. and that's also a whole different story. If in even at 18, knowing what you want to do in life is crazy. But going back to that is like you know a girl would commit. And, and, you know, my parents would be like so happy for them and like make me so happy for them and make me happy for everyone around me and never compare me ever to anyone else and really making sure I'm focusing on myself, which I think is really, really key, especially in like the athletic world to have, you know, not your parents comparing you to anyone Absolutely. else. Also a little bit of toxic positivity that my mom has and then now I realize that's toxic positivity because I would come home and be like, wait, but like Ashley did this and like I just think it's really fucked up. She's like, but think about what Ashley's like, you know, going through and like maybe she didn't mean it that way and I was like, no, just validate <laughs> Take my me. side. Yeah, yeah, I get but that. But it was, in a in, you know, a good way to grow up because especially we can be so competitive Mm -hmm. and I've always thought I was competitive and now I'm like maybe I'm just not as competitive as I thought I was wait
1: I'm coming to the same realization lately Just and not. well I want to say two things one how incredible that they instilled that in you in a young age especially for what you're doing now because it's so fucking easy in this industry to compare totally. and compete and be like why did they get that yeah. I want that wait how did they do this when am I ever going to get XYZ and that's when I feel like nothing ever comes my way when I'm in that like negative so true n- like limited space the other thing is that I was like the kid that everyone was like oh she's a the harsh competitor like I'm the most competitive person in the world. And my mom is very competitive. Both my parents played, they're not at all like your parents, but they both played college lacrosse as well. My mom played lacrosse and field hockey. She would want me to say that to clarify. Wow, and she ass. actually won a national championship. Where so she she's go? like, she, they both went to Lafayette, but oh, Lafayette wow, won really the cute. national championship back. And then you went there too? Yeah. And like my mom's two sisters, my mom's dad, two of my cousins, my younger sister. Wow. We're at like 11, I think. <sighs> yeah. Liam Amazing. will be there one day. It's the whole thing. It's like, <laughs> by the way, Liam's like my favorite. Name ever. Oh my god! I'm obsessed it's, with Liam. Uh, he's it's delicious. Anyway, <laughs> getting I was like always very competitive, and even my father-in-law. I've been dating my husband since high school, so like he would come to all of my games, and he's always like, my mom and my husband's dad are lunatics on the sideline. Absolute fucking chaos. I'm scared for them to ever be grandparents at one of our children's games. Chaos. But he's like, you were one of my, like, other than my son, Joe, he's like, you were my favorite person to watch because you were just a fucking competitor. And I don't know when this changed, but I've softened a lot where I'm like, I don't really care. I fully
0: agree. <laughs> also, I think, you know, not that I have a child, but I think when you have a child, it kind of, you kind of like reel in what's important in life. Totally. But also as you grow up, right? As you get in your older 20s, I just turned 29. And like the stuff that I cared about when I was like twenty 24, I'm literally like, I just don't oh care. God. Have it. Please. Like, just take it. Take it. I like, don't care. It's fine. Don't care. Oh my God, cool. You can do this faster than me. You can get more likes. I don't care. Yeah. And I think that's just a part of growing up and maturing and realizing what matters sure. and like priorities in life. Like I truly, I would love to, you know, marry my boyfriend and start a family one day. And I think that's like my priority, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, success is great and all. And I'd love to be successful and create this like amazing fitness empire. But at the end of the day, like, I know it doesn't really matter. It really it's, just, I know that sounds like
1: well, kind of does. Oh, it does matter. I want to say something. It does matter because you are really helping people. Yes. And but. it's filling your cup and it's like really bringing you a lot of joy. So it does matter. Yes, but yes. at the end of the day, if you choose to prioritize other things, that's great because you're deciding. Totally. I literally on Marathon Sunday, my dad and I looked at each other and I was like, fuck, every year I watch these people run and I say I'm going to do it next year. <laughs> and I know I don't want to, but I'm like, I, I just it looks so exciting. It looks like so much fun. Like, I just can't believe it. And he's like, so are you going to do it like the competitor in you? This is your dream. And I'm like, you know what? No, because I'm so scared. This is a personal thing. I'm not saying that females should not run marathons at all. But for me, I know I lost a lot of weight when I was doing half marathons. I lost my period. Like, right now, my focus is I want to be fertile to continue our family. And my dad was like, wow, priorities. This is a very different cam. Totally. But it's true. And I do think, like, there
0: is a point. I think being competitive is a good thing. But there could be a point of, you know, where it shows – how do I say that? Over this? obsession? Over obsession, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I was someone to train for a marathon, it wouldn't be good for my mental no, health.
1: I would. And obsess, you have to be a certain type of person. Obsess, right? obsess. Yes. 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 And like, I did have marathons, and it's so funny to me now thinking back, where like, I just remember thinking, caring so much about what my time was because I'm like, well, what if someone checks? Like, what if someone looks? What if someone else I yeah. know is running it and they did better than me? That's a Like, who do you think you are? Literally. What does it matter? No
0: one's checking. And, and then was,
1: that one person's checking and is like, damn, she should have got a better time. Than yeah. Fuck them. Well, no, honestly, I'll be like full transparent and like shit on myself. I used to like check people's times. If I saw they were running a marathon, I'd be like, how fast did they do it? so that I could compete even though I wasn't even in the competition <laughs> I was not running the marathon but I was like well how fast I need to know That's and hilarious. I was actually really literally this year because I was tracking I hadn't like had the app for a while but I redownloaded it to track like physically on a map my sister's boyfriend and I knew some other people running I was also trying to find Ashton Kutcher so I like typed in his name because I saw his bib on someone's Instagram story and Joe asked me he was like I, I was telling Joe about the Ashton Kutcher, like pseudo name, code name, whatever that he was using. And Joe's like, oh, how fast did he run it? And I was like, oh my God, I didn't even look. And that. he's like, okay. And I was like, wait, wait. I didn't look at anyone's times. Isn't like, that a great was, feeling it's so. This is so pathetic, but like fully honest for me, it was such a like change in my mindset where I'm like, it, it, it does not
0: matter. And. When it's even something so small, like when you say it out loud, you're like, oh my God, that's probably like so stupid. It When it's even the smallest little change, it feels so good because you're you're growing and you're progressing. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool to admit something that you used to do and be like, oh no, I've changed out of that. And I'm yes. not that person anymore.
1: Hello friends. Today's episode is sponsored by Athletic Greens. If you know me, you know my day starts with AG1. It is an essential part of my morning routine and I honestly cannot remember the last day I started without it. If you're in my life, I have probably gotten you hooked as well because without fail, anyone I spend time with, I'm immediately handing them some AG1 travel packs to try. Whether it be Joe, who is officially hooked and also starts every morning off with his AG1, our babysitter, people on my team, or any friends I'm on overnight trips with, they are all seeing me drink my AG1 in the morning and asking my thoughts. So here's what I tell them. I gave age one a try because I felt like I wasn't eating enough nutrients throughout the day. And I wanted to guarantee that I was covered starting first thing in the morning. I take AG1 in the morning before starting my day, and it makes me feel like I'm prioritizing my health. For me, my morning set the tone for my day, and AG1 plays a huge role in that. Plus, it helps support immunity by providing my daily dose of vitamin C, zinc, functional mushrooms, and more. I am very quickly learning that a kid comes with a lot of germs picked up from all sorts of places, and I always want to make sure that I'm prioritizing my health and assisting my immunity so that if he gets sick... I am healthy and able to take care of him. Since AG1 has become such a staple in my routine, anyone who was with me in the mornings knows that it will be in my glass first thing. Once I tell them why I love it so much and take it daily, they of course want to try as well. And that is why I love the travel packs. I always have an extra on hand to give anyone who's asking my thoughts about the product. If you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com FFF. That's athleticgreens.com FFF to check it out. I am having a new love affair with a product, and the joy it brings me is indescribable. I know that seems like a bold statement, but it truly brings me so much happiness. Of course, I am talking about the Canopy Humidifier. I have become so deeply in love with this lavender dream aroma that I get so excited to get in bed simply so that I can be surrounded by the scent. Even during the day, the scent hits me the second I get to the top of the stairs, and I am immediately reminded by how much I love this product. And plus, most importantly, it makes this house feel like home. I've talked about the Canopy Humidifier a lot before, but if you haven't heard of it yet, let me explain to you why it is my latest obsession. By now, you know that humidifiers are great for our skin, sleep, and overall wellness, but I hated how traditional models were difficult to maintain. They would get all moldy, they were difficult to upkeep, or they were just not aesthetically pleasing to the eye. Thankfully, the Canopy Humidifier is here to help. With our move, I made it a priority to have a Canopy Humidifier in all of the bedrooms, and yes, even the guest bedroom. Not only does the Canopy Humidifier hydrate my skin with the no-mist moisture, but it also emits the most wonderful scent that lasts all day long. Especially in a new home, I am loving this to fill the space with our scent, If you're interested in trying a canopy humidifier in your own home, go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your canopy humidifier purchase today with the Canopy's filter subscription. Even better, you can use code Cameron at checkout to save an additional 10% off your canopy purchase. Your skin will thank you. I have a similar story too where I actually
0: like my phone broke recently and I swear three years ago, me would be like... Like, oh, my God, I lost everything, like, just a tantrum. Yep. I literally go, hmm, can't really control that one, can I? I uh, guess I'll go to the Apple store, chug along to the Apple store. Like, literally didn't care. And like, I'm like, wait, totally different. I know that's such a weird thing and, like, such a, like, oh, my God, how bratty she would throw a tantrum. But I'm like, thank no, God I'm kidding? not that person anymore. Like, well, I also lost all my photos from my my boyfriend started dating, and it's, like, was really sad. Okay, that, that would but actually that's make it. me really sad. Yeah,
1: for, Did, Were they, just, they not on your cloud?
0: I didn't have cloud, and now I do. Why? Because you were worried about... No. Because my little sister didn't have it, and I was like, why the...
1: Fuck don't you have cloud like
0: what are you, are you... i don't know i just have Did never you lose had all cloud. your contacts lost all my contacts katie Yeah, today i literally today i had to ask someone who is this wait but you you lost all your photos i lost no this not all my photos so i had icloud i had icloud on my contacts till like i, I think i want to say when i was like 20 like four so i literally okay. have not had icloud or my photos for like a while now but thank god for like instagram because right, i go back and i find photos. everything Okay. And also there's an archive and so i just screenshot it and it's so easy yeah. to find now the computer Um, so it's fine
1: i had i've said this story before but like the travel again i used to be a very different version like i think back to a version of myself from when i was younger and i just want to be like i want to get as far away from you as possible (laughs) like (laughs) can i lock you in a cage (laughs) i used to get so worked up about like traveling if i was one of those people that like acted like it was the end of the world if i had to gate check my bag If you had a what? Gate check. Like, Like, check your back at the gate. Yeah, like, they're like, oh, sorry, the overhead cabins are full. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be like, what do you mean? And they're like, (laughs) the overhead cabins are full. And then if I got on the plane and I saw an overhead cabin was empty, I'd be like, well, what the fuck? There's one open. Like, I never actually would, like, say anything, like, cause a fight with the people who worked there. But in my head, it was, like, such a big, like, thing. I don't know why. It made, like, I was a very tightly wound human. And I, there were a few flights where I, like, was scared of myself. And today... I like to be the last on a plane. My husband does not. So I was flying by myself. So I was like, fuck this. I'm getting the last. And of course, I had to gate check my bag. They were like, ma'am, there's no overhead cabin space left. We need to take your bag. And I was like, fucking awesome. Take I it. don't have to deal with <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah. I don't have Joe here to put it up there anyway. So like, fine, be my guest. And That's was amazing. Like, wow. Just small little changes. It's like, wow, I've changed. I've grown up. A lot. That feels good. I want to also ask, when we talk about competition and also just the way that you were raised with your parents and your mom in this industry, has it been confusing at all for your relationship with your mom or for you mentally being in the same industry?
0: like no. does that
1: ever I mean I would say when I first started out
0: and I first started like right out of college I had two jobs by the way I was a sports host on Fox Sports West and I did like work for like overtime and, and I interned for the NBA for three years so I was doing other things too and to be honest I never really knew what I wanted I, I knew what I wanted to do right I wanted to be a sports host I wanted to be
1: like a fitness girl I wanted to be a recipe girl so I wanted like, to be a sports host like, so That was I applied all to ESPN NBC Sports Fox I'm Sports I'm so happy
0: I didn't go down that all route all of those
1: I have that's a whole different yeah. story
0: and I was in in. the sports hosting world for four years, like full on four years. And so I never full force did fitness until like, I would say the pandemic really hit because all my sports hosting jobs got canceled obviously and it kind of like made me pivot in the best way and made me like you know realize what makes me happy yeah and not just like what sounds cool because I think with the ending lacrosse I feel like I'm going astray here but just hear me out with ending lacrosse right it was a little bit of identity crisis absolutely and I always say I'm a lacrosse player my whole entire life I'm a Mm -hmm. lacrosse player when you move on from lacrosse I'm a sports host I work for Fox Sports West when I just had social media I was like what do I say I do? No, I, I, I don't know what to say I do. And I. has this to This like, is why I stayed at my job
1: at JP Morgan for way longer than I wanted to. Because I wanted, to, wanted because a title. Like, what am I going to tell people I do?
0: Right. And it's like, wait, no, 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 Katie, but you can make more money, you're happier. Mm. I just love a title. Mm. And I don't know why. I'm thinking, so what God is your I title now?
1: Like, what do you say? <laughs> Hi, Katie. What do you do? Hi, I'm a fitness personality,
0: creator of the Katie Austin app and a sports Illustrated swimsuit model. Woo! Oh my
1: Woo! God, wait, we, we haven't even fucking gotten in. We haven't gotten so into that. So we digress okay. to that. No, I'm wait, kidding. so, but did you, what was, what was the that? question was about your mom. Did you ever feel like you were in her shadows or oh, competition yes, around that?
0: no, because the industry is so different. I so think, different. Yes, the only way I felt like I was in her shadows, if it's other people commenting, like, you will never be her, or, like, we've gotten uh, past that. We'll this is perfect. like, we're Lord. going back to the beginnings and yeah. you know, like you know, grow up with your comments. Like I'm my own person. Just because I like fell into this industry. Like well, people, everyone loves working out right. sometimes. So well, I shouldn't say everyone loves working out, but I love working out. So I wanted to be in this industry and I don't want to help other people. It's very rewarding. Yeah. But I just see my mom as like a mentor and a teacher and just how blessed I am. And then the, you know, the hate that does come with it is like, you know, you are in the fitness industry and it's so easy for you. Mm-hmm. And I always say like, you know, my mom can open a door, but I have to walk through it. I have to do the work. Well, of
1: course. And
0: like- yeah, and I've never taken a penny from them. I literally refuse to take money from them to invest in my own business. And that's why I've been like very slow, very slow started. I think in my career, uh, but at the same time, like very steady. And I just feel very blessed and grateful. I don't really see it because, you know, she has the record for VHS and QVC walking shoes sold and <laughs> DVDs. And I'm like, well, that's not
1: even possible.
0: So it's not even put, <laughs> Right. I can't, know, even, I can't even, I can't even, even try to do with this that. If I
1: wanted to. Yeah, no, I think that's such a great mindset. And I also think like what you were saying is it's, with privilege obviously like i'll speak yes. from my experience i hold so many fucking privileges yes. and like so many doors were opened so many opportunities were available like financially all of these things but you still privilege will get you to the table yes. you still have to at the end of the day work to impress someone absolutely you still have to show up you still have to put something out there that people want so like yes privilege 110 percent helped me there's never denying yes this. That being said, I simultaneously, it's an and statement, do work very hard and like put a lot into this business to grow. And like we, you can be proud of that while still acknowledging privileges that allowed you to get here. I think
0: being self-aware of privilege is just the biggest thing. But like, my devil's advocate there to like haters. I'm like, do you just not want me to be born? Like, I don't know. Well, what, oh, that's I, I'm the, born. I'm born. I'm, I'm my mom's daughter all the like, time. Like, I'm what like, do you want me to do? Like exile
1: my mother? Like, like when people are so, my best friend, <laughs> when people will message me about privilege stuff. I'm like, yeah, I am. And then they're like, okay. Just self-aware, I'm like, yes. what do you want? Me-? I, I, I was born to the family I was born to. I, I cannot change that. Right. Like, and it's also very interesting to me now as I'm a parent because some of the hate that, like, and this is very random and rare now more, but some of the comments I'll get of, like, oh, well, you're just a privileged rich bitch and your parents did XYZ i Z. I'm like, but now that I'm a mom, I want to give my son the fucking world. Sick. Like, I mean, my future. I yes. literally want to yes. give him the world. Absolutely. So there was a period when I started this and I was now... Suddenly becoming more self-aware, but also experiencing some hate where I was like, wait, fuck, like, mom, why did you do this? Like, kind of getting mad at them. And now I'm like, they were just doing exactly what I want to do. For sure.
0: It's very interesting to me. It is a very interesting topic, for sure. I will say, like, I understand my privilege for sure. And that's also another huge reason why I want to help others and make Mm -hmm. workouts and, you know, eating healthy so accessible because- I'm never going to be the girl that's like, you know, besides my, you know, 21, $20 air one smoothie that I had yesterday, i am never sent anyone to buy because it it'll make you happy. It's I literally, literally filled with sugar. Literally it's literally filled with sugar. So all I'm today. trying to say is like, yes. yeah, right. It's just so good. But all I'm trying to say is like, you just need the basics to be yep. healthy. You don't need anything expensive. You mm-hmm. just don't need a $5,000 piece of equipment. You don't need anything that crazy to be healthy. And I think that's another reason like, yes, I am privileged, but because I am, I recognize, you know, the not as privileged in the workout
1: and fitness space. I also think COVID shifted a lot of this mentality for many of us because it forced us to down. Like, I think for me personally, I'll speak on experience. I got tied up in the privileged aspect of the wellness space in New York pre-COVID because all of a sudden I was an influencer and I'm like, well, I have to go post these things because yeah. that's what we're supposed to be doing. And I was like going to different services and doing all these things that aren't necessary at right. all, but because they were now available to me and I thought that that's what I was supposed to be doing. And then COVID happened and I was like, we don't need to fucking do any of that actually. Right. Like now I do 95% of my workouts at home. It's so true. And I love it so much more. It's so true. Sports Illustrated. <laughs> Let's talk about Let's it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Rookie of the year. <laughs> what the wow you knew thank you girl i appreciate I'm that i'm up on your content please yeah with my
0: best friend though i always have to get a shout out co-rookie of the year it's the first time ever that's exciting the first time ever that they ever did co-rookie of the year which i think is just freaking insane to be like the first ever is, and it's with my best my best it? friend kristen harper so okay. it's like literally just like such a cool experience to do it together i, I is I, so fun the angel that ever walked this did earth you meet her through all of this so i actually knew her now fiance um first because i I used to come up with this friend. And so I have to say that because I'm like, whatever I say, like I knew her fiance first, I feel like it has like a bad connotation. Well, I, we used to hang out with her fiance. Right. No, like, oh, I so, used so you to dated her <laughs> fiance. <laughs> like, that sounds weird. Let's get the story straight. And then they started dating. And I met her at the SVs
1: actually. So how did this whole, sport? like, how did you get into sports illustrated
0: okay so i first auditioned in 2017 they first opened it up for anyone who doesn't know by the way sports illustrated swimsuit has been based on booking through an agent right a modeling agency and traditional modeling in 2017 they opened it up to online submissions you can submit a video to their site and or like post on your instagram okay um if you like you know if for reference camille caustic won that year yeah um, i love her she, yeah obsessed like Obsessed. Yeah. She was like a huge reason I did it again. I feel like
1: I know a little bit of Sports Illustrated Swim because one of my best friends is Emily DiDonato, and uh, like I love her. She's the greatest. I the love greatest. her, and, and she just had a kid too, right? Yeah, Teddy. She's oh. amazing. But, Teddy, that's a cute name too. All um, these names are so cute. Actually, Sports—I <laughs> will just say—Sports Illustrated wrote an article about Emily's second pregnancy announcement, and they wrote like and motherhood blogger Cameron Rogers <laughs> commented, and I'm like, what? Fuck. Mother am i in this and why am i a mother my blogger mother. <laughs> sorry continue that's so thank you really sports Trade swim <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's hilarious okay so i first auditioned i didn't get it decided to try out again in 2020 submitted my tape didn't hear from them for i would say five months and then all of a sudden you get a random email saying hey can you hop on this casting you do a few virtual castings i'm talking really fast just to go through it to try yeah. to get to the nitty-gritty shot for them 13 girls and then me and kristen won so those 13 girls, you know, it was a competition of swim search. And then me and Kristen won rookie. And okay. then this year we won rookie of the year, which means you get brought back again. Got it. the next year. So so I know it's
1: super complicated. Well, are they still doing a magazine? Is that a dumb question? Yeah. No, yeah. they're still okay. doing it. Yeah, 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 So like your photos were li- like in the magazine. Yeah, yeah, I had that a, I had a so two page
0: cool. spread this year, baby.
1: Oh my <laughs> God. so exciting. Okay, so now you're going to do it again next year? Yes. I mean, I haven't. I don't I'll right. just say like, the, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm well, if you get it. Rookie of the Year, isn't that kind of good? Yes. You'd yeah. said, like the whole,
0: the reason is like Rookie of the Year comes back. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What does it feel? Wait,
1: also, I fucking love what you did. You posted this on, I don't know if it was TikTok or Instagram, but like how men hang really? their jerseys yes, yes, yes. and you hung your bathing suits. Iconic. So I was really lucky because one of the stylists
0: on set was like, oh, Kate Bach has actually, you know, taken one of her, uh, some of her bikinis home and like, you know, their decor. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool. Can I like take a few bikinis home? They gave me the bag from my shoot of my bikinis in, from Montenegro and I took them home and I, you know, decided to super glue them. I got a lot of comments. that
1: were like, could you not super? Glue I know. Them? I was like, I love that you're DIYing this. It's not like you took it somewhere to like nicely get framed. It's yeah. like, Do you have a hot glue gun back there, anyone? I ordered a hot glue
0: gun, but, and then people are like, you should wear that and save it for your future daughter. I'm like, no, no no one's touching these bikinis. These are my first ever real shoe for Sports Illustrated swimsuit from Montenegro. I'm not touching these bikinis. No. They're being hung up forever. So I did put them in my boyfriend's office. Amazing. Yes.
1: Iconic. That's amazing. It's unreal. So I'm curious. This is also a listener question. And to close it out, where do you want to take everything you've built? Like what is oh, in store for you next?
0: This is a great question because I've been working on a rebrand for about 10 months now. And Amazing. I'm so freaking excited. It's like something like I wake up and go to bed thinking about every single day. And it gives me like anxiety because I'm so ready to just no, get but it I know all exactly out there. And I'm like so about. excited about it. And I'm just so passionate about it. And I've like literally put my heart and soul in like my bank account in this rebrand so i'm just really excited for everyone to see it and it's going to be a lot of live workouts a lot of different challenges more recipes different features on the app and so yeah i'm just really freaking excited amazing and it's going to be more like community-based what is are you coming back for another season of your podcast i am not so that's a huge thing for me that i have really realized you know i can always go back for it but Mm -hmm. like what makes me I love podcasting I
1: swear but
0: no what but it's what makes you the happiest happy and what drives me and to be honest I love being on other people's podcasts I mm-hmm. realize and I, I love to speak my truth and stuff yeah. and talk about myself <laughs> but at the same time like I when I started podcasting in my show I didn't realize it was going to be two to three times a week yeah it's a lot and it's a full-time job mm-hmm. and so I was trying to run like you know, my other, my app, my site, my brand deals. I
1: mean. Divide and conquer.
0: Exactly. And you can't do it all. And I realized that when I got older, like, you know, priorities, what makes you happiest? What's going to make you, you know, successful and drive you every single day? And that's my workouts and my recipes, like my babies.
1: I mean, it's I've rebranded over the years, but like specifically within the past few months, because for me, it's like I, this is my, favorite fucking thing in the world like i wish i could do this all day every day and i used to be all food focused and i'm like that just doesn't excite me anymore that's so funny and do, like Wait, do
0: you ever feel spinning back the question around because i had this really harsh negative attitude about it right where i saw it as a failure and like i'm so embarrassed no, that I stopped God, doing no. it. and it wasn't like it didn't do well i just like am embarrassed that i couldn't do it all absolutely not absolutely and it's just, not. i feel like well,
1: icky about it no literally no (laughs) because also I think for me for so long when I stopped doing food stuff I would get annoyed that A was confusing for everyone I get it my name was still Freckled Foodie at the time but I was posting all lifestyle because it was when I had then gotten pregnant and then had a son and it was just like not what was lighting me up anymore totally and people would be like I miss your food content I'm I'm like well I don't I, I don't really necessarily want to do it. Once I came to terms with that, now, like, I'll throw in some food stuff every once in a while because it excites me again. But this is like where I'm most excited. And I, Honestly, think that, like, when you follow what lights you up, that is when shit opens. That is when you do what you are meant to be doing. That is when, like, the universe has your back. I know that sounds so no, fucking so cheesy, true. but it's so true. And
0: you can't, yeah. And I think, when you know, another thing just to say on that, like, following those passions, everything that you love can be monetized too at the same time. Yep. You know, even like, you know, say, like, my podcast was making me more money, but at the same time, like, I can also, you know, shift that and pivot and, you know, make that my app making more, something like mm-hmm. that along those lines. So yeah. I think change is good and growth I is do good. Too. And realizing, you know, what you don't want to do yeah. is really
1: important. Well Absolutely. This was so much fun. I feel like I could talk to you forever. Same. <laughs> I
0: uh, by the way. Do <laughs> you want to come to dinner know, with us? Tonight? I don't even know what we <laughs>
1: talked about, but I think we had a great
0: conversation. I, mean, great. I think we covered a lot. Like, what do you title this? Like just <laughs> Everything I don't think so. is gonna like have
1: a day <laughs> with these show notes. For people who are listening and love you and want more of you, where can they support
0: you? They can support me at my app. Right now it's Katie Austin, but it's gonna be Austin Active very soon. Awesome. And my Instagram is just all Katie Austin. And then sports holster swimsuit yeah 2023, baby.
1: keep an eye out guys we can like blow up their comments when stuff's posting oh all please that. do we can be yes. like i heard her on the motherhood blogger Cameron Oaks Rogers podcast. <laughs> katie thank you so much this thank is so you. fun thank you so much thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of freckled foodie and friends i have so much fun recording the show it is my favorite part of my job and truly is what lights me up your feedback and response to every episode is what keeps me going. And if this episode resonated with you, please feel free to DM me over on Instagram or share on your stories. If you are looking for a way to support the show, please rate and or review on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcast. It means the world to me and it really helps the show grow. Please also make sure to hit subscribe so that you are up to date with new episodes coming at you every Wednesday morning. And of course, please be sure to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at at Cameron Oaks Rogers. I love you and I appreciate your support so much. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.